Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver and I am coming to you with another mental health moment. We will be talking about sacrifice versus suffering. So I know you all may be thinking, where is this coming from? Well, I think a lot of us growing up heard different things such as, you know, you don't talk about yourself, you listen to other people, you always put on that front for people that you're doing well, you don't tell them what's going on in the house, you're to be seen, not heard, to whom much is given, much is required. Nobody wants to hear about what you want. It is your job to take care of others and focus on others' needs. No job is perfect, no person is perfect. It's not about you. You're responsible for other people, insert whoever other people are in there, whether that's family members or, um, friends or people at your job, we are oftentimes struggling with what our purpose is. And frequently, we are given this notion that to have a purpose to take care of others or to have a purpose to sacrifice for a greater good. And sometimes how we internalize that is in a negative way. Now, don't get me wrong. Sacrifice in itself is not a bad thing, but I think how it shows up in our lives, often it ends up being more of suffering than true sacrifice. So let's kind of talk about that, right? So we say, when people ask us how we're doing, I'm okay, I'm fine. We don't ever really tell people how we're doing. Then we ask, how are you? And then they proceed to tell us what's going on with them. And they never really know what's going on with us. And we, we never maybe even intend to tell them or sometimes we'd like for them to care and ask in more of a way that doesn't seem superficial, but we don't necessarily require that they do. We just go along with it. We value others more than we value ourselves. We are, we are taught definitely that we need to take care of our children, right? Um, that we need to put their needs above ours. Sometimes we put partners needs above ours. Um, we are taught that we can offer help, but that is not okay for us to receive help. Um, we don't get paid our worth in our jobs. We don't have expectations that are truly of our worth in relationships. We neglect our own needs. We end up having a hard time setting boundaries with people. We get taken advantage of. Um, we don't trust ourselves to make decisions. We often look to other people to give us advice about things that we're perfectly capable of doing, but somewhere along the line, we've learned someone else's opinion is greater than mine. Maybe it is something as simple as when people ask you what you want to eat, whatever you like, wherever you want to eat, I'm fine, I'm easy. Uh, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to upset people. We don't like to bring things to people on our jobs or in relationships because we don't want to cause conflict. Um, we hold things in to a point where it causes us to be ill. It causes us to, to have breakdowns, if you will. We don't necessarily equate the two, but essentially what we've done is we've grown accustomed to suffering. It's not that we're sacrificing as much as it is we're neglecting ourselves. So what's the difference, right, between suffering and sacrifice? Sacrifice is that I willingly make a decision to put off, put on hold, change, um, let go of something in order to get me to a greater place. Uh, so maybe it, it is that I am 
not going to go out to eat every day for several months because I'm trying to save up for that down payment for a home. Sacrificing leads to something that is purposeful. It gives us something of reward. It allows us to be able to move to a, a better place or, or do something of worth, of meaning, of, of, of purpose. Suffering, on the other hand, takes away. Suffering is consuming. Suffering leaves us with negative emotions and feelings, whereas sacrifice leaves us with this feeling of joy and accomplishment. Right? We have become accustomed to suffering. We don't realize that, in fact, we're suffering. But that's, in fact, what we're doing. Because we hold in the things that are important to us. We, we don't speak up. We don't really tell people what's going on with us. We don't want to burden people. We don't want to bother people. That's not polite. right? So meanwhile, while we're sacrificing for others, so we think, we're quietly suffering for ourselves. So what can we do different? How can we really get to a point where it is truly a sacrifice? It is that I have been given these financial gifts. I've been given this intellectual ability. I've been given this, these talents and I want to share them with others. I want to help other people. Maybe I want to pull them along in their journey. Um, I'm not doing the work for them. I'm just providing them opportunities to see what direction they can go in, right? So how can I move from that place of it truly being a sacrifice of my time, a sacrifice of my resources um, in order to help other people to a point where it's not hurting me? Um, well, I will say to you, and the pastors say this all the time, especially around Easter Sunday, um, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Right. So why am I trying to pour into someone? Why am I trying to pour into something that has clearly shown me that it does not value me? Right. So let me give you a couple examples of that. I've been on this job for 10 years. I haven't gotten a promotion. They give me a lot of work. They don't give me a lot of pay. They expect I will take on all these responsibilities. People come to me first. I have trained other people who have then become my boss. This has been going on for 10 years. Am I making a sacrifice or am I really just suffering? I don't even know what my worth is. So I don't realize that what I'm doing is cheating myself out of the potential to grow. Because remember, a sacrifice gives us growth potential. Suffering just leaves us consumed and hurt. Right? So that situation is one of suffering. Possibly it's a relationship. I've been with this person for 20 years. They haven't valued me. They've, they've been unfaithful in this, in this relationship. They've called me out of my name. They have told me I have no, no worth and no value to them. But I stay in it because I think, wait, but I can fix you. If, if I just hang in there, because I've been taught not to give up on things. Don't, don't leave things. Stay in it. Fix it. People are telling me, work for it. Fight for it. Your relationship. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. When the reality is I become my own cage. I am now keeping myself prisoner because I'm suffering in this relationship. So what I really need to focus on is not the suffering, but the self-love. For if I love myself, then I realize my worth. I realize my value. So in that job that undervalues me, and I'm looking for other jobs. I stay there because I don't want to leave a job before I get another job. 
or at least have some kind of resources coming in. But as I stay there and I grow and I get everything I can from this job, as I'm preparing to make my exit into either my own business or something that's a better fit for me. Relationships, again, if the relationship is dead, it's dead. Literally, I can smell it. It's toxic. Why am I trying to recycle that, repair that, make that hold again? I need to let that go. Another example is let me identify resources for providers to take care of me, right? Because this is one of the things that we struggle with. How many times have you, I've done it too, something happens in your body. It's not something typical, but I'll wait. I'm not going to go to the doctor right now. Let me see how long it lasts. Oh, it's not that bad, right? And we, we begin to then become so used to this thing, this pain, um, this, this change and discoloration, this, this, my skin tone is now different. Um, my, my head has been hurting for, for months. Um, I, I possibly have something that, that is on me that is irritating me to the point where I can't even wear certain clothes, right? Let me go to see about myself. Let me care enough about me that I will go to that dentist and get those twice a year checkups. I will go to that optometrist and get my eyes checked yearly. I will go and get that prostate check. I will go and get that mammogram and have that gynecological exam. Like, let me put these things in place because again, these things are about my self-love, my self-worth. I value myself enough to be able to be around, to do the things that I've been called to do in the healthiest way that I can do them. Oftentimes we wait and then, oh, it's a hard time getting set up with providers. Never mind. Um, I won't worry about it. Whenever I move to a new place, getting providers is, should be the first thing on my list. Whether that's a therapist or a dermatologist, whatever it may be, go ahead and set those things up when you move to a place. So when you have the need, that's less of a barrier that you have. Let me identify the places if I don't have insurance that will allow me to be able to be seen. Right, because this is about self-love, not sacrifice, because um, I am not sacrificing when I don't go to these providers and go to these appointments. I'm suffering. Right. So I think, well, I'll sacrifice the money for the co-pays. No, what I'm doing is I'm suffering. And because I'm so used to suffering, again, I don't even realize that that's what I'm doing. Right. Assertiveness and boundaries. We have to be able to tell people no. And, and the reality of us taking care of us is that. People will allow us to do whatever we will do for them. They are not going to stop us. They are not going to complain. Hey, if you're going to take this on, if I keep piling this on, you keep doing it. Guess what? I'm going to keep coming back. Right? That family member who you've been helping for the past 10 years, that's not help. You're doing it. Help is, hey, I'm going to give this to you to get you out of this situation. And then I'm going to teach you the resources to be able to do this on your own. So I'm, I'm really, the sacrifice is the time I'm spending to be able to show you how to move forward. The suffering is I keep doing it for you and you never move forward, you stay the same. So why would I work hard to figure out how to problem solve on my own if I know that you're gonna be an ATM for me, cousin? I'm gonna keep coming to you and making withdrawals, right? So I need to be able to tell people, hey, I don't have it. And maybe I do have it, but I don't have it to give to that. I'm going to allocate those resources for myself. Think about all the money that you have given away to people over the years 
because they've said, hey, let me hold $20. Hey, let me take, hey, take care of this for me. Let me borrow this, right? You know you're not getting that money back. But you continue to suffer for the sake of this person because you're the person people go to. I'm the one in the family people can count on. They need me. If I don't take care of them, who will? Why is that your responsibility? Right? And, and this is the other part of that. I need to figure out what in my life shaped me to be this way that I feel like I'm responsible for other people. And I know that when we grew up, if you had siblings, your parents said, hey, take care of your brothers and sisters. Look out for them. That did not mean become indebted to them. That did not mean become obligated to them. That did not mean support them for life. That meant, hey, when you all are together, make sure you keep each other safe. You look out for each other. But as we grow into adulthood, we should be becoming more self-sufficient. I shouldn't need you in the same way as an adult as I needed you in a child. Now, as a child, now maybe it's, hey, we, we go over ideas together. We problem solve together. We support each other when you're going through something, I'm going through something. We share. It's a reciprocal relationship. But I should not be bearing the burden of taking care of you and becoming resentful about it. Right? So what do we have to do? We have to sometimes listen to our inner voice. We all have discernment. It tells us when something is a good idea and something isn't a good idea. Those red flags that you saw in that relationship early on, those red flags will be there in that marriage. They were never addressed. I overlooked them because I had this need in me to be filled. Right? So I will sacrifice. So I say, no, I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I am losing me. I am killing me to allow you to live. I am giving you permission to take everything that you can from me, knowing that it's going to leave me in a position where I'm literally dying inside. And sometimes these physical symptoms that come as a result of all the stress that we put our bodies under literally cause us heart problems, literally cause us problems with irritable bowel syndrome, problems sleeping, right? So if I'm investing in me, that self-love piece, if I'm taking care of me, then the sacrifice I'm going to make is for me. So if I want to stay up late because I'm working on this big project to get this promotion, then that's a sacrifice. If I'm staying up late to work on this project so you can take credit for it and I will stay in the same low income paying position that I've been in while you excel, that's suffering. All right. So helping yourself to recognize your patterns. Because what we want to do is make sure that at the end of the day, Whatever we're doing, we're doing in love for ourselves and that the love, if we are giving to others, if we are sacrificing, sharing our gifts, again, is to help someone grow. And that grow means that they will be taking the taking the reins. They won't continue to need you in the same way. They're going to propel and then they're going to bring someone else along. That that's a sacrifice. You continuing to help them, to guide them, to be their safety net. That's suffering. Okay, suffering versus sacrifice. Invest in you. You're worth it. Be encouraged.